Oh my gosh, I feel like it's been a while since I've gone live. Whew, I'm still under the weather. I cannot believe, like I was posting earlier today in Discord, I said I can't believe it's been officially a whole week since the event. Like, this event had me drained. It was so much fun. It was great meeting so many people, man. So, forgive me, my voice is still, like, gone. Kind of got a cold, but... Um, I'm, I, I'd rather have it now than the day of like around this time. Okay. Around this time, Friday, I was on stage, probably interviewing pleasure P or hurricane Chris or something. Um, it's just crazy that it's been a whole week. It don't even feel like it. I was shot when I woke up today and I'm like, I can't believe it's already Friday. Where did the week go? You know what I'm saying? So just thank you guys once again to everybody who came it was Liddy. We had a good time. Nothing but positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? Good energy. And I think I set the bar. I straight up set the bar. So, like, any of y'all going to, like, any influencer events, y'all better make sure they treat y'all how I treated y'all. For real. Don't expect nothing less. Um, last but not least, who the hell stole my pillows? Okay? Let me, let me show y'all my pillows. I got three with me in the Twin Cities. Y'all jacked me for my pillows. Weren't these pillows cute, child, from the event? Here goes one. I'm going to show you the other pillow. We had 20 pillows. I got three of them. Fred got one. He's like, where's all the other pillows? I said, you know them folks took them damn pillows. Y'all took them home. I see y'all posting on Instagram. Like, oh, I got a souvenir. And what was so funny is I be doing the same shit. Y'all see all this YouTube shit? <laughs> I said, they learned from their mama, because that's how I got that YouTube black thing. I said, well, the lady who was packing up everything, I said, are you a YouTuber? She was like, no. I said, what you going to do with all that stuff? Oh, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Give it to me. Okay? So I was like, I, I know the tea sippers got the damn pillows, child. I said, because I have a BT pillow. <laughs> hey, BT. Sure do. Um, <laughs> I said, yo, we came back. We was going through everything. He was like. We had 20 pillows. There's literally five left. Where are all the pillows? I said, them damn tea sippers took them pillows home, honey. Them is souvenirs. <laughs> y'all enjoy y'all's pillows, okay? <laughs> I couldn't do nothing but laugh because, like I said, I do the same thing when I go to different events, too. Shit, I take stuff home. I don't care if it's a pen. If it says whatever show I'm at, I'm taking this pen with me. This is memories, you know what I'm saying? So y'all enjoy y'all's pillows, okay? Whoever took a pillow, enjoy. Sleep well at night. <laughs> but, yeah, it was such an amazing event. And um, before I forget, thank you guys to everybody who got me a present. Um, I've been slowly opening them, short, slowly but surely. Um, thank you, Luther's boy, for the podcasting kit that's smaller so I can take that on the road so I don't have to grab all this equipment with me. Um, thank you guys for like just the t-shirts and whoever gave me the little Atlanta mug set. Thank you for that. Cause I didn't get to get any souvenirs in Atlanta. So thank you. Um, it's just a lot of stuff in there, you guys. And I'm just, I'm really grateful. Um, the painting, I have it hanging up in my office. So thank you. Um, appreciate you. 
Man, this was like, it was awesome. It was just awesome. If you guys, if you didn't get a chance to come, you missed a wonderful event. But I know a lot of you guys were there in spirit, so that's okay. But to the ones who came, once again, just thanks for just coming, um, being y'all's best selves, you know what I'm saying, treating each other with respect. It felt like a family reunion. The same way my live streams be popping and we be in here, you know, clowning and having a good time. That's literally what it felt like. It felt like a family reunion. I felt like I've known these people my whole life. So um, just thank you guys. <laughs> thank y'all for coming. Um, let me read some of these super chats here, waiting for some more people to come in. Oh, we already got 4,000 people in the house. Okay. When I looked, it was like 900. All right, come on in, y'all. Um, Monique Lowell sent $299. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for coming through and supporting. You always come through with the super chats. It means a lot to me. So thank you. Um, Brian M. sent $5. He said, now, nah, who the hell done stole these pillows? I'm t we had 20 pillows. We was down to five. We had a lot of candles. Y'all took, oh yeah, they took candles too, honey. Okay, they, I got, they managed to save me two candles. Those are the ones that y'all see in the background. Yeah, y'all took the candles too. They did. They took little souvenirs. We couldn't do nothing but laugh, child. That's why I bought them. I, you know what I'm saying? I can't take 20 pillows home with me. So, they got them. Um, let's see here. Nola Darling says, hey, my darling, lovely T. I want to say how proud I am of you after watching you over the years. The event was a dream come true. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you got a chance to come and enjoy yourself. Um, it was literally just a weekend of just, you know, kicking it, love, and just having a good time. And, you know, it was a lot of tears shed. You know what I'm saying? I broke down crying in the Zoom meeting. Y'all know me. I've never been one to hide my feelings. When I'm happy, y'all know it. When I'm, you know what I'm saying, angry, y'all will know it. And when I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. I've never been one to hide my feelings. That's why I, can't nobody ever make me feel a way about crying. I don't give a fuck. Post whatever you want to post. I cry in front of my people. You know what I'm saying? It's caught being grown. It's caught being human. I would never suppress my emotions for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Those, at the end of the day, were happy tears. You know what I mean? Just because everything went off without a hitch. Everybody got home safely. You know what I mean? Just to, like, see y'all back in y'all's environment. It's like, okay, good. Everybody made it back. And um, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was definitely an experience. And, you know, hopefully we'll do it again. I don't know when. It ain't going to be no time soon, child. But, you know, hopefully in the future we'll be able to do something like that again. But this was just amazing. It really was. Um, let's see here. Erica sent six ninety nine. says, I've been a longtime viewer. I've been a subscriber since. Today's my birthday. It would make my day if you could give me a birthday shout out. Happy birthday to you, Erica. And thanks for coming through, sis. Appreciate you. Um, C. Johnson says, hey, Auntie, congratulations on your first successful live podcast event. You deserve on your hard work never goes unnoticed. Plus, they can't sip with us. Uh, Cali Tea Sipper. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And what's so funny is that now, you know, I've noticed a few sponsors trying to come in on the back end and say, oh, you know, we would love to, you know, be a part of the edits, you know, once you edit and it's like, no, you can't sit with us. You didn't trust my vision beforehand. You can't come in on the back end and try and do anything. I'm not interested. Now, when we do another one, if you want to chip in then, cool. But you can't come in now on the back end after I done paid for everything and now y'all want to be a part. No, this is my shit. This is my shit, my footage, all that. Can't come in on the back end one, you know, asking for dibs on anything. So I've been shutting a lot of shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I rock with those who believe in my vision. And if you can't see where I'm going with something, that's fine. 
but you can't come in on the back end after everything's said and done. So we're not going to have that. You know what I'm saying? So let's see here. Let's go ahead and get started with the show. I want to be on for about an hour, uh, no more than an hour and a half, just because, you know what I'm saying, I'm still kind of under the weather. But we got to talk about this Meg Thee Stallion situation. First and foremost, what I don't get about Meg Thee Stallion is that she keeps trying to put out, you know, uh, subpoenas and she keeps crying, you know, in the, in the court of public opinion and she's going to court. She doesn't want Tori to talk about the situation. She wants everything, you know, whenever they try to say their side, oh, she's being harassed. Oh, it's not right. Oh, they're fanning the flames of hate. But for some reason, she won't shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm confused as to why, Megan, you keep doing these interviews. Okay, I've told you, and I said it before, I don't want to hear straight from the horse's mouth because you've been lying about stuff. Things ain't been adding up. We want to hear it straight from the courts. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not understanding why Megan keeps doing these interviews. It's not helping her. So if you guys don't know, after she cried about everybody else talking about the situation, and remember she was going off on the blogs and saying, y'all don't have the right to post me. Well, we keep posting you because you won't shut up. Okay. So she decided to do an interview with Rolling Stone to, I guess, spill some more tea that nobody asked for. Because at this point, we're just waiting for this to play out in court. So let me read to y'all the Rolling Stone interview. Give me just a second here. Let me share my screen real quick. I'm live. Hey, hey, Rodney. Um, Give me just a second here. Okay, so this is what she said to Rolling Stone. She said, "Back in, oh, they said back in the L.A. mansion, the dinner table between us feels like a feels a mile wide." As Meg begins to cry, <laughs> whatever, child, uh, still struggling to process everything that has happened. I ask if I can sit beside her, and she agrees. Eyes damp, hurt radiating outward. Who wrote this shit? Like, who wrote this? Just get to the point of the story. Okay, um, I thought we had a real connection, she says of Lane's. She believed that she and the rapper had bonded over a mutual loss of their mothers. Lane's mom died from, from anemia complications when he was just 11. I thought he knew me. I never would have thought he would have shot me at all. I never put my hands on this man, she continued. I never did anything to him. There's an argument. People argue every day. Friends argue every day. Megan's scars run deep. First they were grueling, physical, first was the grueling physical recovery. <laughs> you mean two weeks later when she was in the club with Asian doll, Asian doll had the broke arm and she had the foot, had the little bandaid on her foot. Yeah, that grueling recovery two weeks later. Okay. Um, let's see here. Nobody knows, nobody knows is I had to, Get surgery the same night. I stayed in the hospital in California for maybe four days, she says. Then I was in New York for a while. Both my legs were wrapped up. I could not walk. I still have bullet fragments in my feet right now. I was very scared that I was not able to be the Megan, that I was not able to be Megan the Stallion no more. Then they go on to say, there are nightmares, then there are embarrassments. The way she blames herself for what happened and how she handled it. I was still, I still was thinking about everybody else in the car, she says. 
I thought everybody in the car was my friend. And the whole time, that's not how they thought of me. That's what really hurts. The incident, Megan implies, was the betrayal on two fronts. Megan claims that Harris met with Lanes at a hotel less than two days after the shooting. I'm like, Kelsey, as my best friend, why would you meet up with the person who you saw shoot your best friend? Megan tells me. She says, Megan, y'all wasn't answering my calls. My back was against the wall. I didn't know what to do. What the fuck do you mean your back was against the wall? You're the only person in the situation that could clear this up for me. This girl told me out her own mouth. He told me, oh, thank you for not saying nothing. Now let me invest in your business. Let me do this. Let me do that. All I know was from day one, she never said nothing about the whole situation online. Harris did not respond to requests for comment. So let me show y'all what um, Kelsey Harris had to say. Now, then I don't know what to tell y'all, but you guys have to pay attention. Like, I knew this was gonna happen. This is just the beginning, y'all. I know y'all want me to talk, but this is just the beginning. So, like, when it's my turn, just know I'm gonna break everything the fuck down, okay? And we're gonna see who really looked bad in the end. All right, so y'all just heard what Kelsey had to say. Now, this is my issue with the situation. Y'all have heard me talk about this Meg Thee Stallion thing. I've broken down the, the song lyrics. I've broken down the whole thing. Now, she's telling Rolling Stone one thing. But what she forgets is that people like me and everybody else, we watch this play out in real time. Okay? She forgets that there's audio where she says, those three mother effers went to jail. So, if you're calling them mother effers, not even a few days after everything went down... Obviously, you can't then be crying later on about a betrayal. You already felt the way about them. If this was your best friend, why would you allow your best friend to go to jail if she had nothing to do with the situation? Now, she keeps trying to spin this narrative that Kelsey's just some broke-ass chick and that she needs Tory Lanez's money, but I've shown you guys, Kelsey has been in the game a long time. She's had her own businesses. She's been in the industry. She's been running with Jay Prince and his people. If anything, Megan's social climbed onto Kelsey. Remember, she left the first Kelsey and got with this Kelsey, okay? We talked about that in a previous live stream. Kelsey runs her own Airbnb operation. Kelsey is not broke, but she keeps trying to spin this narrative as if Kelsey had to be paid by Tory Lanez. Now, what I do find very interesting is that, you know, she has all these conspiracies about, you know, how Kelsey and Tori were plotting against her and how Kelsey didn't say anything to defend her. But in the same breath, Megan never said anything to, to, to defend Kelsey. She never came on and said that Kelsey had nothing to do with this. She allowed her fans to call her Kelsey Salzavar. You know what I'm saying? They tried to say that Kelsey was trying to pull a Selena. So you never came out to defend this other black woman, okay, who you're saying had nothing to do with it, but now you're mad that she didn't come out to defend you. That makes no sense. Now, what I find very interesting, <clears throat> if you guys remember when I broke down the song lyrics, when Kelsey came out with her diss track, I think it was called Busting Back at Megan. If you guys remember in the lyrics, um, she talked about a sex tape being leaked, okay? Let me pull up these lyrics really quick for y'all so y'all can see. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me back up off of that. We continue to fall. 
Child. Okay, all these pop-ups. Okay. Let me pull up her stuff. Give me just a second. Okay, here we go. Because I feel like there's more people involved in this. And they're definitely spinning a narrative. This is why I want this to play out in court. Now, let me show y'all the lyrics when we talked about this a few weeks ago to bust him back. Okay. Remember when I showed y'all in the lyrics, and I talked about this when it first came out. Remember she said here, damn, I ain't want to have to do this, but you steadily shooting shots. Des said if I spoke that a sex tape could drop. Okay? Now, who is Des? Des is Desiree Perez from Rock Nation. Okay? Let me pull this up. She is one of the people who runs Rock Nation. She's the Rock Nation CEO. She's also, you know, heavily involved in Rolling Stone. Kelsey has spilled that tea during that rap lyric. We talked about that. Now, Somebody else was also saying that Rock Nation was also threatening them around this time as well. And let me share that with you guys. If you guys remember way back then, Tory Lanez was saying the same thing. This was before um, Kelsey ever dropped her diss track. Who remembers this clip? Shots in Kylie Jenner's house and Tory Lanez goes to jail. They gave y'all all the facts of the juice of Tory Lanez going to jail and this, that, and the third, and Megan getting arrested and da 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 da. Two days after that, I get a call from Rock Nation that says, Yo, we heard you're gonna make a statement about what happened, and it'd be in your best interest if you don't make that statement. I'm like, Oh, okay, I don't understand what the issue of me telling my fans, like, Yo, look, it's not that serious. Of- all right, so y'all just heard what Tori had to say. So that's what I'm saying. This whole entire situation makes no sense to me. It's strange that she's allowed to keep doing interviews. This is a, a, a legal court case, okay? This is not me taking up for Tori. I've been told y'all if it comes out that he's guilty, then he can serve his time, whatever that sentence may be. What I'm saying is that don't y'all find it very interesting that she keeps crying about, you know, anytime the, the story is not being controlled by her. Just like when her and DJ Academics got into it. Anytime the, the story's not being controlled by her, nobody's allowed to talk about it. If the blogs bring it up, they're wrong, she's blasting the shade room. But the second she wants to talk about it, then it's all good. The second she wants to sit down with Rolling Stone magazine, which Desiree Perez also has ties to, it's all good. She can spin her narrative and everything else, but she forgets people like me and, and us tea sippers who've been watching this play out for the past two years. You're, what you're telling Rolling Stone is not matching the receipts that we see. It's not matching. What you're telling them is two totally different things. So I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm ready for the entire truth to come out, whatever that truth is. Because I think at this point, like the old saying goes, there's his truth, her truth, and the truth. Okay, there's three sides to every story, his, hers, and the truth. So I'm not buying anybody's one single side. I want the courts to decipher this mess and decide who is guilty, who did what. Because something is not right that this has been going on for almost two years, and every single time that the cases get more and more convoluted. 
But I definitely feel like Rock Nation is somewhere in there because Tori has talked about it and Kelsey put in that diss track. And now she's interviewing Rolling Stone magazine after she clearly stated that she didn't want any more information coming out. She was done doing interviews. She didn't want anybody to talk about it. She just wanted to see everybody in court. And now here comes another interview. But I get it. They have a vested interest because, again, her career, you know what I'm saying? They have a lot of money into her. So they have a vested interest to see her win. But I just feel like it's not a good look. She needs to stop talking about this. If you're not going to tell the truth as to what happened, then stop talking about it, especially if you're going to silence anybody else. If nobody else, if those people that were involved that night, if they can't talk about it, she should not be allowed to talk about it either. Because at this point, I feel like it's just a sympathy ploy to keep drumming up sympathy, to keep having people feel sorry for her. The interview that she did with Gail King was not a good look. You know what I'm saying? She got a lot of back she got a lot of bad feedback from that interview and then it's like here we go again with the Rolling Stone magazine. You know, so it's going to be interesting. I just I can't take it seriously. It's too many inconsistencies. Her timeline is not matching up. You know, I I've done whole live streams breaking down this whole situation. So I'm not going to do a full breakdown of this live stream, but I, I, I just really want them to allow everybody else to talk. Being that she keeps talking, I want to hear what Kelsey has to say. But Kelsey seems to be the only one actually going by what the courts are saying, which is not speaking about the situation. She's the only one taking the court case seriously because she's waiting until she's on trial to say her piece. Everybody else keeps spilling tea. So I find that very interesting. Let me see here. Um... Let me read a few more super chats here. Uh, Scorpio says, I wish I could have made it, but I'm definitely coming to the next one. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Somebody sent $169 in czar money, but they deleted their comment. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you. Let's see here. Um, Donna Daylight said, if I wasn't in the military, I would have called out to go to your event. I pray you have another event one day. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Uh, MC says, hey, T, have you ever considered visiting the San Francisco Bay Area? We would love to have you in North Cal. Honestly, I've never been in North California. I would love to come. I would love to come to the Bay. I've heard a lot of interesting things, you know, good and bad. Um, I know it's expensive, but it's also, you know, a big tech hub. So, And I heard it's beautiful, too. So I would definitely, I would not mind coming out to the Bay Area. I've never been, but I would love to visit. So thank you. Um, Marvin D says, hey, sis, looking gorgeous as always. I'm glad everything went well last weekend. I was sick as F Tuesday to Sunday. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully you'll be getting better soon. And thanks for the super chat, love. Um, let's see. Jay says, hey, T, hope you're having a great day. Love and blessings. Thank you, Jays. Appreciate you. Camille B sent 999 says, Hey fam, I wish I'd seen the I wish I had seen them souvenir pillows. I bought a poster too. T you are the best. Thank you so much. I'm glad like y'all bought literally, I think y'all bought out all the merch. We really didn't have anything left. So thank you guys so much for like, you know, just buying the merchandise and supporting and also supporting the black vendors. That meant a lot to me too. So thank you. Um S Ann Marie. Sam Five, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Rebel Soul says her team is scrambling for a story to stick to. They just need to go away quietly. Yeah, they just need to let it play out in court at this point. I'm, I'm over it. They need to. Um, Luther's boy, he sent ninety nine ninety nine. Thank you, Luther's boy. 
Uh, he says, T, you are most welcome. Love and support you and your brand always. Glad you love the gift. Just want the best for you. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And it was so nice meeting you. I'm glad you got a chance to come and, you know, just hang out with us and, you know, get to just meet everybody. It was like a straight up reunion. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Runaful says, a whole fan, hold on, a whole fan fiction net .net story, whoever wrote it, they bonded over rubbing Bandicoot and winner and winners. People will weaponize it out of heartstrings just to win. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Miss X says, hey, T, just reminding you that you also have tea sippers in Africa. As a South African, would love would love to have you have a live show tour. Thank you. Yeah, we had some people from the U.K. that came to the event as well. So they're telling me I should come to the U.K. too, that I have fans over there. So thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Um, let's see here. Frosted Flake says, can you stop saying esoterical? It's annoying as hell. Um, no, but you can get the hell up out my uh, chat. You can do that. Thank you for the money, though. Appreciate you. Keep telling y'all can't tell me how to talk, child. Um, let's see here. Wade says, I want to see it live, um, like Johnny and Amber. <laughs> Amber's a mess. At this point, she's totally lost her credibility, and now she's trying to play victim, which to me is just comical. That now she wants to be the victim, and she says social media is picking on her. But she had no problem starting all the mess that she started with Johnny Depp and having him lose everything. His livelihood, his job with Pirates of the Caribbean. Now she's, you know, she's crying tears. So I find that interesting. Um, let's see here. Joseph says, sorry I'm late, T. Take care of you. Take care of you. Thanks again for your light. I will forever be grateful for you. You educate me on things. I know I love. Thank you so much, and thank you for the $50 Super Chat. Appreciate you, love. So let's see here. Um, let me go ahead and get on to the next topic. I wanted to hit on this whole situation with Kim Kardashian. So if y'all do not know, this, this whole thing is a mess. So the Kardashians, they've been trying to drum up support on the Hulu show. So they want folks to tune in. So last week, we were all, well, not we, not me, because I don't watch them on Hulu, but it was on social media. It went viral. Um, basically, they were there to capture the moment that Kim Kardashian was trying to mind her business and work out in her little home gym. She just wanted to do her squats, you know what I'm saying, make her butt, you know, perk up right, and, you know, get her abs together. That's all she wanted to do. You know, so she's working on her little Steermaster. All of a sudden, she gets an alert on her phone. Oh, my God. Tristan Thompson, he actually got somebody knocked up. So now Kim is upset. She jumps off the Stairmaster, and she, you know, she starts calling everybody that she knows. Did you hear what happened to Chloe with her messy ass? And then Kylie beeps in. Oh, my God. Christian really is just a piece of the, you know, he's a, he's a scum of the earth. This whole thing is a mess. So I'm going to play y'all the video first of them getting the breaking news that Tristan Thompson ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? We've been knowing that. So, you know, let me go ahead and play that for you guys here. I'm going to play the second half, so give me just a second to pull this up. This whole situation is a mess. They are really trying to drum up viewers for this show. All right, y'all go ahead and check this out here. Oh, my God. His full declaration is in this Met this girl in Houston. I slept with her on my 38th birthday. So 
to him and I said, does Chloe know about this? Chloe doesn't even know. This is, this is Kylie. I gotta go. I'll call you. Hi. No, I'm not mine. And I don't, I'm like shaking for her. My, my soul kills, dies for her. No, she's not awake. And what's so crazy is he wrote a whole declaration. Let me read this to you. Hold on, I'm literally shaking. No, I know, I'm filming right now, but it's this is always what happens with us because I'm always filming when this shit happens. And I'm, wait, hold on, let me read this to you. So this is paperwork that he's filed that says, the only time I in a course with Petitioner, which is the girl, was in March 2021 in Houston, Texas. Petitioner claims she is pregnant with my child and that she is due December 3rd. However, Petitioner does not recall when I had sex intercourse with her. Therefore, I do not know if the claims that I am the father of the child are supported by facts. All right, let me come back on the screen. So y'all caught some of that clip. I don't want to play the full thing. But um, so, you know, they're upset. Kylie's saying that he's basically the worst person in the world. She made sure to let Kylie know we're filming, you know, just in case she wants to drop the N-word. Like, don't call him the N-word. We're, we're actually filming you know, I just find that whole situation just just insane. Now, what's more disturbing about this is that um, later on in the clip, it comes out that basically he cheated on Chloe on his birthday, on his 30th birthday party that Chloe threw for him. So let me go ahead and read to you. This is how, like, this is just some scandalous shit. He's for the streets. Tristan Third Trimester Thompson. Let me go ahead and uh, show y'all this. So this was on his birthday. She says, the ones that are meant to be, hold on, okay. She says, the ones that are meant to be are the ones who go through everything that is designed to tear them apart. They come out even stronger than they were before. Thank you for showing me everything you said you would. For the father you are, for the best friend I have in you, I'm thankful that I can do absolutely nothing with you, and it feels like everything. I hope you know today and every day how loved you are by me and so many. Happy birthday, TT. Welcome to 30. I can't wait for all the memories. This is when life just starts getting good. So then he replies back. He's in the comments. He says, I love you so much, Coco. Let's keep building amazing memories. So imagine after he wrote that in the comment section, after they partied together, this asshole ate all the cake. He's a big guy, so I'm sure he ate all the damn cake, okay? Bobby had a side, you know, had a dish of ice cream, too. Ate all that good, good food. Then he flew his ass down to Texas to go smash this damn, you know, Instagram fitness trainer. Like, who does that? He could have cheated with her the next day. He could have got some a week before. But literally, after the birthday party, after they threw this big shindig, after he left that comment, he flew out of town and smashed somebody, and not just smashed her, okay? It's one thing to cheat, but he smashed her raw with no protection. This is the idiot who has something to lose. He smashes a damn Instagram thought raw. Let that sink in. And then not only did you smash her raw, you get her pregnant. You know what I mean? So that was like, you know, what? that's a hell of a birthday. And then he probably smashed Chloe earlier in that day. Did you know everybody likes birthday sex? Early morning, it's my birthday. I'm alive. Let me get some dick. (laughs) 
about to go to bed. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Let me get some dick. You know what I mean? Everybody likes birthday sex. So you know him and Chloe hooked up earlier that day. Then he turned around and went and got some raw ass a little bit later on that night with a whole nother chick. Tristan is trifling. This is how STDs are spread. Just out here just spreading it, dropping it low and spreading it wide. So then he done knocked up the fitness girl. And then, you know, on top of that, to add insult to injury, remember she tried to come out. Oh, she couldn't wait to announce this shit. She probably called TMZ herself. I'm pregnant. They were like, bitch, you ain't but two weeks. I'm pregnant. Come back when you're further along. You know, and he kept denying it. I don't know who she is. Never seen her day in my life. Marley? Marley who? So she had to literally sue his ass. You know what I'm saying? They had to literally leak out a whole deposition for him to finally come out and admit, like, yeah, I did, you know, not only sleep with her, but it's a potential that's my child. So this whole situation is just really disturbing. So, of course, people were clowning Chloe. Nobody felt bad for her, and I didn't. You know, nobody felt bad for her. People laughed. Um, and so in the next episode, Kim decides to, like, confront the haters. And she talks real tough, real spicy. You know, tells us, you know, she has a message for the haters. She's pointing her finger. Tells us we have no business judging Chloe and, you know, how dare we. Let me go ahead and play this for y'all. Oh, she got real spicy, child. I said, okay, Kim. All of you trolls on the internet that make Chloe feel like the biggest piece of I will find each and every one of you and not threaten you on TV, but I... It's wrong. This week's finale, Kim Kardashian did something she never did when their show was on E! She broke the fourth wall to deliver a very special message to the haters. Like, it's so wrong because you guys don't understand that when you have a child, you'll do anything to try to make it work. And I'm so proud of who Chloe is that she wanted to give her relationship a second chance, even after he dogged her and embarrassed the shit out of her. Is it so up that society blames me or women it's disgusting and like deplorable of these people to talk about other people like that like there's no empathy there's no compassion there's just no sense of humanity people knew what what my relationship really was like i think they would be like how did this last this long yeah but i can live with myself knowing that i tried everything yeah. humanly possible to make a situation where when the whole world is looking at you, laughing at you, calling you every name in the book, do you know how hard that is? That is 10 times harder to stay in a situation than it is to leave. We got to give it to ourselves. <laughs> Man, I had to use them buff-ass pictures. Kim was at like she's about to come knock people out behind Chloe. My issue is this, right? Why what Tristan third trimester Thompson did to her is messed up. Chloe needs to understand that you're in no position to try and shame people. I, I don't like the fact that she's trying to play victim and now, you know, uh, gaslight us. There's no empathy. It's sad. It's fucked up that society blames women. Says the woman who blamed Jordan, Jordan Woods. And I'm no fan of Jordan Woods. I told you, I said birds of a feather flock together. I feel no ways about Jordan Woods either. Because that's trifling. You don't, you don't get with your best friend, sister's baby daddy. But at the end of the day, there was blame on both ends. Jordan didn't get with Tristan by herself. Why, why did you have so much vitriol for Jordan but not the same amount of energy for Tristan? You're ready to work it out with him 
but you had so much hate towards Jordan to the point where these damn near 40 year olds, Kim and, and um, Khadijah and all the mother folks, you know, her whole crew, uh, Larissa Pippen, even Kamora Lee Simmons, they all ganged up on Jordan Woods, was singing sign, they were singing that Nivea sign, don't mess with my man, just being all extra petty. So if, if society is blaming women, you guys are the catalyst who set this up. Y'all were blaming her for your man's actions. Kim is talking about, you know, um, you know he, he did her wrong and, and this and that. But again, you're coming at the trolls. You have more energy for strangers on the internet than you do the man who keeps fucking around on your sister. You need to take them strong ass arms and shit, bitch, and go after Tristan Thompson. Go confront him. Don't come at us. We're going to have our opinions. We're going to clown. We're going to laugh. We're going to joke. You take that energy, you give that towards third trimester Tristan. He keeps fucking on your sister having little side babies and shit. Okay? Now, what's, what's also sad is that because of this situation, Kylie and Jordan were like this. That had been her best friend since before Kylie got a whole new face and body. Okay? Jordan was rocking with Kylie when Kylie just looked like, you know, the original Kylie. That's how long Jordan's been around. Okay? And she basically sacrificed her friendship because they were like this because she wanted to see her sister happy because, you know, she wanted her sister to have a chance at this family that Chloe wanted. So your own sister, Kylie, sacrificed her friendship. But y'all got more energy towards the trolls than y'all do this man who has literally messed up, you know, what I'm saying relationships in y'all's family. They had known Jordan Woods since she was, a, you know, a, a little kid. And this man has done nothing but just bring chaos. He's an agent of chaos. And yet you still continue to work it out with him, but you're more mad at the people on the internet pointing it out. Another thing. To me, it's hard for me to feel bad for this woman when this is karma. Now, a few years ago, Chloe tried to come on and say, oh, I, I was never the side chick when he was with Jordan. There's two Jordans in the story. Jordan Woods was the one that was Kylie's best friend, Jordan Craig, okay, this is another Jordan. Jordan Craig is a Nico, a.k.a. McRib, okay? McRib is Kevin Hart's wife. At one point, she was a side chick, but she's a wife now. Jordan Craig is her cousin, okay? When she met Tristan Thompson in 2016, because they deleted the video off the internet. You can't even find the video. When you go look for it, it's, it you have to go on. I, I couldn't find it. I tried to find it today. You cannot find it. She's tried to lie and say that she'd been known Tristan. They had been dating. But the day that she met Tristan, she met Tristan at Kevin Hart's wedding when he was getting married to a Nico. Jordan, the cousin, was there, and at that point she was five months pregnant. She came in with third trimester Tristan, okay? She was pregnant. She came in with her baby's father. So for her to act like they've been talking and, oh, she was not the side chick, that was when she first met Tristan, was at that wedding. And there's a video of, of, of uh, Jordan and Tristan walking in together, but like I said, they scrubbed that off the internet. I'm trying to find this other article that I had here. Yeah, that article is totally... I see the article, but yeah, the video is totally gone. So anyhow, Jordan ends up having the baby by herself alone. 
while Tristan is out, you know what I'm saying, in, in Malibu somewhere on jet skis with Khloe Kardashian. So my thing is, it's hard for me to feel bad for Khloe because you've done this to another woman. When another woman was supposed to be having the happiest moment of her life by having her first child with who she thought was a good man, you had no problem creeping with this man when you knew that he had a baby on the way. And then what did he do when you were pregnant with True? When you were getting ready to deliver your own child, he cheated on you with a whole nother side chick. Y'all remember that? He cheated on her while she was getting ready to go into labor. I believe that's what forced her to go into labor, the stress of that shit. And I felt no ways because you did it to another woman. The thing that the Kardashians don't understand is that nobody feels bad for y'all because y'all have done this time and time again. Y'all have done this to Trina. That's how you got with French Montana. At the time, French Montana was talking to Trina. Chink's drugs before he got killed was messing with, I don't know, I can't never tell the twins apart, Khadijah or whatever the other one's name is. I don't know who's who. He had a whole wife. In New York. But he was dating Malika or Khadijah, one of the two of them. You know, so they've always had this. Just like, you know, Kylie. At one point in time, um, Justine Skye was talking to Travis Scott. Travis Scott also had one time talked to Kendall. So it's like all y'all just swap guys. So I, I, I feel no ways. I feel no ways. And I don't like that word, like, now she wants to play victim and say, oh, you know, it's crazy that, you know, they're blaming me as a woman for his actions. But you blamed other women for your man's actions. And your man has shown you time and time again he's not shit. He doesn't want to settle down with you. He doesn't want to, you know, be faithful. He wants to be out here raw-dogging and creating life. So at what point are you going to get some self-esteem about yourself and say, you know what, Let's just co-parent and raise our daughter because you are a decent father to our daughter, but we don't need to be together because I know my worth. So instead of blaming social media and coming at the trolls, you need to get Chloe into some damn counseling because this is just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. From the time she got with this man, he was a cheater. And he has not changed. So I feel no ways. So while Kim wants to talk tough to the internet, you better talk tough to Tristan. Shit. <laughs> the whole situation is insane. And then trying to blame Jordan, you know, like they blamed, they did not blame Tristan at all. Everything was Jordan and Jordan's a skank and she knew. And, you know, you've been a part of the family for a long time. Well, I'm confused. He knew he's a part of the family. He has a kid with you and he had no problem trying to get at Jordan. So, yeah, I feel no ways about them. Let me, um, let me see here. Something else. Okay, I did hit on that. Yeah. So, I know for a fact, Jordan was approved, I think, like, maybe two years ago. She's getting 40 grand a month. This new baby mama that just came out of nowhere, Marley, she's petitioning to get 50 grand a month, which to me is insane. Like, how you gonna come in last and you want the most? And then, you know, Chloe got her own money, so she don't need no child support. But, you know, Tristan, to me, like... I, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, it's one thing to cheat, but the fact that he doesn't even have enough respect for himself, his legacy, his financial standing to strap up and not to be creating kids. And the thing is, these kids are going to grow up one day and see, like, how they were all made. Like, eventually they're going to be able to read the blogs and find out how they were conceived. So I think the whole thing is just embarrassing. 
But I feel no ways. I mean, she can't sit here and get mad at the internet. You put your business out there, and people are going to judge the situation, and they're mad because people don't look at her as a victim. And I'm not going to look at her as a victim because you've done the same thing to another woman. And you kept, you know, him away from that woman, and y'all did everything to try and, you know, act like Jordan Craig didn't even exist or her son, which is sad. Let me go ahead and read some more of these super chats here. Um, Let's see here. Christina Grant says... Hey, T, this is my first time sending a super chat. I've been watching you for a couple years now. Love you. Keep up the good work. Love you, too, and thanks for coming through. Um, Whitney Keelan says she's trying to get it. When the truth comes out and the case is dismissed, she will say that the courts let them off. You must be talking about Meg the Stallion. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I can't wait for everything to play out in court and see what happens. So thank you. Um, Lauren L says, Hey T, can you please tell us who made the fire red outfit you had on? You looked amazing. That was like, that outfit was probably like a $3,000 dress. I know the hat was a few thousand dollars. I can get the name of the designer. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's a high end piece, but I'll definitely get the name for you. Um, shy. I know I don't do no red carpets, but I don't have them designers names memorized, but I know they're all high end designers, but yeah, those pieces were amazing. They were amazing. Definitely money well spent. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Southern Ram says, thanks for the great event. Isaiah was having my conscious beat up. Just got my apple cinnamon lovely tea to switch from coffee. And that fish and grits was good than a mother effort. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Yes, he was dropping some knowledge. And that's why I've always promoted tea. Y'all say I don't drink coffee. I don't drink pop, you know what I'm saying? I promote tea, tea is good for you, so I'm glad that he kind of like reiterated that, you know? So thank you so much. Um, Let's see here. Keisha Paw says, hey T, can you please unblock me from your first Instagram page? I've been trying to get your attention. Thank you, sis. Send an email. If you were blocked, you were probably blocked for a reason, but just send an email and I'll unblock you. (laughs) Matter of fact, let me go ahead and copy and paste. I don't forget. Thank you for the super chat, too, by the way. Appreciate you. Um, Luther's Boy sent $19.99. Says, I forgot to say, uh, great meeting you last week. You are a beautiful soul, a real-life version of the Internet T we all know. Thank you for being amazing and maintaining your authenticity. It's rare and greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, Luther's Boy. I appreciate that. And like I said, it was wonderful meeting you as well, so thanks. Um. Deja Green says, Chloe must be a a sadomachist. I can't even pronounce that word. I know what you're saying, though. Um, I believe it turns her on at this point. Yeah. She's a glutton for pain, and that's on her. I'm going to still laugh because I don't feel no ways because she had no problem embarrassing other people and going in on other people, and now she wants all this sympathy. Absolutely not. The only sympathy you'll get from me is, you know, when you leave him and you struggle to, you know what I'm saying, figure out life on your own. Like, he just got here. And she has the means. She has the money. You know what I'm saying? She has the power to, like, find somebody who can treat her a thousand times better. So maybe she does like that. But thank you. Um, Mucha Denera says, hey, T, YouTube is being messy and not allowing my super chat to go through. But love and blessings to you. Hoping to attend the next Tea Time Live because you did that plus some. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Sin Kawale says, just wanted to congratulate you on your event. You did that. Super proud. 
to know a woman getting it. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, Rona Phil says, Kimbo is about to be out there stealing bikes and knocking people out with them arms. Um, is their relationship real at this point? It feels like easy publicity. Yeah, I think, you know, their whole relationship to me does not come off as genuine. And I, I feel like she's going to take him back. I think that's what she's going to do. She's already, like, writing stuff on Instagram a few weeks ago about, you know, how, how hard, you know, love is and it's hard to find your one true love. So I think she's going to take him back. You know, that's her business. You know, a lot of us have taken people back time and time again, so I'm not going to judge that. But you can't keep taking somebody back and then in the same breath you want sympathy. It doesn't work that way. If you want to take him back, that's on you, sis. But I'm not going to cry tattoo tears with you. If you get somebody else knocked up, oh, well. You knew what it was. So thank you. Um, Jeremy Diaz, what's up, Jeremy? Says, sending love and rebuking the haters on the esoteric level. Thank you. Appreciate you. Says, let them know you accept hater dollars, too. Wishing you the best as always. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. I don't ever trip about the haters. You know what I'm saying? Their money spent, too. Shit, go on ahead. Talk your shit. Send a few bucks. You know what I'm saying? Um... There was a bitch in here one day talking all types of shit. She sent 20 good dollars. I said, good. That's grocery money. Okay? So, ain't no refunds. So, yeah. Hater money spent too, child. Thank you so much, though, Jeremy. Appreciate the love. You know what I'm saying? The love far outweighs the hate. So, you know, the tea sippers, they gonna get on that person anyway. So, it's all good. Um, Let's see here. Sab says, never forgot when Chloe was a side piece when he was with Jordan. Don't cry now, boo. Exactly. Exactly. Um, TK says, hey, T, my girlfriend, Carnita, has been a sipper since 2012. Now I'm hooked. We're happy you had an amazing time in the A, the next live show. We are there. Much love and blessings. Thank you so much. Thank you to you and your girlfriend for supporting my platform. I appreciate y'all. So thank you. Um, Alina, I hope I said it right, says, hey, T, I'm a little late, but I wanted to send you some love. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. So I wanted to come out here and talk about two things. Uh, Revlon has filed bankruptcy. This is big, you guys. This is a big deal. If you guys do not know, they filed bankruptcy. And they're basically saying that, you know, they're forced to file because, one, people are not wearing as much makeup. It's harder to get the product. But there's competition from Fenty, from Fenty Beauty and Rihanna, uh, Rihanna's Fenty Beauty and Kylie Jenner's Kylie Cosmetics. So if you guys do not know, let me play this for y'all really quick here. Yeah, they filed official bankruptcy. It's insane. So let me share my screen really quick here. Okay. Revlon filed for bankruptcy. The cosmetics giant has been struggling with supply chain issues, a steep drop in sales during the pandemic, and competition from celebrities like Kylie Jenner and Rihanna, who have their own cosmetic lines. All right. So you guys just saw that. So this is the thing right now that um, this is pretty serious because that's some, they, this is a 90-year-old brand. They've been around... For 90 years. I mean, from the time I was a kid, I've always heard of Revlon. And, you know, there were always those main staples. Revlon, L'Oreal, maybe it's Maybelline, CoverGirl. You know, so the fact that a giant like this, they're having to file bankruptcy, it says a lot. 
the beauty industry is definitely changing. Um, the fact that regular people were able to get in and cultivate a space for themselves says a lot. Like Huda Beauty and, you know, even Jeffree Star. Um, uh, who's the other one? Tati Westbrook, I guess she had a beauty line. James Charles with Morphe. So the fact that a lot of these influencers and their fans, you know, were buying cosmetics from other people, you know, outside of these major brands, it really put a dent in the industry. It really did. So they're having a five bankruptcy. Jeffree Star is out here talking about a situation. He's saying that the beauty community is basically dead. He's saying that Tati Westbrook and James Charles, uh, they basically ruined the beauty community. Let me share this with y'all. He said that they ruined the beauty community. And he did a, a podcast with um, Logan Paul on the Impulsive Show where he talked about it in depth. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys that video. So give me just a second to pull this up here. Okay. Okay, so here's the video where he's talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now, because you're launching other businesses, yes. is that why you continue to make YouTube? Do you still love it? I enjoy making content, but I think beauty overall on YouTube is, is kind of dead. A little bit. A little oh, yeah. bit. Why? Why is that? All the drama. At all the craziness, all the personalities, and it was just—it just got no fun. It, huh? it got so unfun. so toxic, so fucking toxic, uh, yeah. so dark and ugly. All those people were awful, and they wanted to villainize me because me and Shane were the most successful. We had the biggest launch in makeup history. And this is just being so straight, like man to man, not tooting my own horn. But it was so cool, and people got mad at how successful we got. And they stirred up so people many throw rocks up. They don't throw rocks down. And they got and they didn't like how big we won, so all the beauty people got angry and tried to take us down. You know, it's like a whole it's dark. Were you were you like seriously affected by that stuff? Like yeah, do you find yourself a happier person now that you're way, way happier. Because I just got wrapped up in what everyone else was doing as well, and it was just like a huge, crazy like reality show is what it felt like. The James and Tati stuff. Yeah. That was what ruined the beauty community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. And then you, that was an uh, atom bomb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me come ahead and come back on this screen. All right. So you guys just heard what Jeffree Star had to say. He was saying there was a lot of jealousy, you know, because he was. He was selling a lot of makeup. I mean, he ended up being just as big as a Revlon or L'Oreal. And he got a majority of his money. He shipped it from his own shipping company. I mean, he had mansions and cars, and he made millions of dollars. You know, he went from sleeping on his couch in North Hollywood somewhere to becoming a makeup mogul. So he says that Tati and James, you know, their jealousy and their toxicity ruined the beauty community. And while, like, I've always given Jeffrey his props for being a businessman and, you know, being able to make a way, because I'm always... I'm always very proud of anybody who doesn't come from, like, you know, a, a background where they're just handed things, right? Where they can start their own business and it just takes off. I can always respect that. But my issue is, you're saying that the beauty community died and it's because of Tati and James? Sir, if it's because of Tati and James, 
You know what I'm saying? Where do you fall in this? Like, you were the catalyst. You instigated a lot of stuff. You started Drama Getting One. Okay, we're not even talking about Drama Getting Two. You were involved in Drama Getting One. You know, like, it, it's very funny that there's no self reflection. I would respect it if he said, you know what, we all played a part in the destruction of the beauty community. You know, and it's very easy now for like, I guess what bothers me with all this, and I'm gonna just keep it real with like the, the white beauty community and just all this drama that's happened because they made so much money because they were always the ones pushing the algorithm who got millions of subscribers. They got millions of views. It's easy for them all now to just shrug their shoulders and say, oh, the beauty community's dead. Oh, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, because y'all made millions of dollars. What about the black influencers? What about the black beauty people who had nothing to do with this bullshit? And now nobody cares about the beauty community. What about the people like Naima Tane? What about people like, you know, Jackie Ina, uh, Patricia Bright, Tierra Monet? You know what I'm saying? All the black girls and black boys, excuse me if I, you know, I don't watch all the makeup people, which y'all know what I'm saying. Um, what about all of these people who had nothing to do with the drama, who literally came on YouTube just to teach folks how to put on makeup and be fierce and, you know, build up their confidence? And because of y'all, y'all the ones who make millions off this platform, because y'all don't fucked it up for everybody else now, now it's just, oh, we're moving on to the next. This man is now selling fucking beef jerky. Yak jerky. Yak. He's, he, he got a bunch of yaks on his farm, and now he's selling yak jerky. You see how they can just move on to the next and it's all good? Y'all think I'm playing? He's selling yak jerky because his makeup is not selling. So now he's gone into the yak. I didn't know what the hell a yak was. I said, damn, I thought it was a cow. They call him yaks. I ain't never heard of a yak. Heard of a cow. Yeah, he's selling yaks. He was caught, this was causing controversy not too long ago. So he done got all these yaks. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. There's like a video of him petting them. He's about to cook him. If y'all yaks don't run, he's about, he is about to cook the damn yak. Them yaks need to run. They need to run. Get the hell away from Jeffree Star. He about to smoke y'all. Turn y'all into beast sausages. just reinvent themselves this man went from being a makeup guru he done bought all these yaks like I, I never heard of a damn yak before child he done bought all these yaks and now let me show y'all again he is about to smoke them okay they're about to have some smoked yak jerky he is selling oh look at this look at they don't even know they think it's shit sweet oh yeah this is the life all this grass all this water, <laughs> he about to smoke all they asses, okay? So he's not in the, he done went from, from slanging makeup, Jeffrey's liquid lips, to selling yak jerky. <laughs> Look at the yak giving a, a, a cute little fierce smoky eye. He just don't know we about to eat you. <laughs> a bitch he don't went from causing all this drama all this mess with tati westbrook james charles to now oh makeup is dead no one cares about the beauty community i'm selling yet jerky and he probably gonna sell out child they probably they still gonna support and sell out 
But, you know, it, it just kind of sucks because the people who are doing the right thing, the ones who weren't involved in the mess, you know what I'm saying? It's just now the community's dead. Nobody cares. Nobody's really watching beauty gurus because I'm, I'm definitely over the whole beauty community, you know, after all that mess, after all the backstabbing and just all the stuff that I saw. And the thing is, I all of this was really behind ego. It never made any sense. All of these people were rich. They were all rich. They were all millionaires. It was all behind ego. You got this young boy coming up. You know, everybody's flocking to him. And, you know, people flocking to him might dim my light. So let me get out here and bust him out and, and, and be shady and call him out. Tati literally ruined her whole career behind ego. And then James, it came out that he was a nasty, you know, well, allegedly, you know, you know, you can't talk about the Golden Boy YouTube. He out here sliding into little kids' DMs. He's still running around thinking he's 15. He a whole grown man. You know, so it's like a lot of these people are just, they have issues. And I think it's just turned a lot of people off. But for him to just act like the beauty community, you know, just got ruined because of Tati and James is silly. You, Shane Dawson, okay, Tati, James, all y'all single-handedly ruined this for everyone. This is why now you have the remaining beauty gurus they're all trying to do get ready with me makeups and they're trying to do commentary. A lot of people ain't checking for y'all's commentary. We're just here to look, you know, watch y'all be pretty. That's it. That's why a lot of them are now on TikTok. You know, they've had to expand because they're not getting the views and the, and things like that on YouTube. And another thing that's so crazy is one of the T channels, uh, Ashley Sky or Ashley Kai, they did a whole documentary, I don't know if y'all saw this, on the E! Network about the beauty drama that happened on YouTube. E! News covered it. It was like a whole hour documentary. They had her in there. And that shit pissed me off because it's it's like these, these white influencers can do all types of shit, but they will still give y'all chance after chance. She was one of the main ones in the thick of it, reporting it. She was on Jeffree Star's payroll. He was giving, he was giving her money. He was uh, giving her all the tea first so that way she'd get her videos first. She even admitted that she made about $40,000 during Dramageddon 2. But yet her country ass was on the E-Network talking about it as if she didn't have a hand in this shit. You know, it's just, it's just insane. I don't know if y'all saw her. They had her on E-Network talking about it as if she wasn't involved in the drama, as if, you know, as if she wasn't fanning the flames. But see, that's the thing. They'll always give them a chance to reinvent themselves and do stuff. And then meanwhile, the black content creators, we get punished by all the mess that they end up doing. So I just, I just find the whole situation. Yep, so you silent too, America Presses? Yeah, they had her up there as if she wasn't a part of the damn drama, as if she wasn't instigating and getting paid off to spill the tea. So now she can just act innocent like, oh, well, you know, um... I was in the mix, but not really. It, it's insane. They had her on the whole special as if she wasn't a perpetuator of the bullshit. And some country bumpkin overalls. So, yeah, if the beauty if the beauty community is ruined, it was ruined by y'all. Y'all made it not fun anymore. Y'all made it this huge competition. And the sad part is that y'all spoiled it for the young guys and the young girls that were looking to come up and be the next beauty influencers. Because y'all didn't want to let go of that power because y'all was so insecure. And I think that's the sad part.
in all of this. I just don't, I, I really don't think that YouTube has really been the same since then. Remember a whole bunch of new rules and regulations came out because James Charles was bullied and picked on. But how many times has my black ass and any other black content creator been picked on, threatened, all types of shit? And no one gave two fucks. But as soon as it came to James Charles, oh, we're no longer doing uh, subscriber count. You know, when people unsubscribe from you, they used to show real-time videos where you can see people unsubscribing from somebody. They said that was a form of bullying because people have videos of people unsubscribing from James Charles. It's funny how many rules were implemented once it hit them. YouTube contacted Tati and told her to private her video, her hello sister or bye sister video. They contacted her directly. But yeah, you can contact them and say, hey, I'm being picked on. This person's lying on me. This person done did this. Oh, there's nothing we can do. You have tough skin. You're a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Black women are strong. Tough it out. So it was, it was very interesting to see how YouTube handled this with these creators versus when black creators are going through the racism, you know what I'm saying, the black-on-black crime, you know what I mean? It was very interesting to see how rules were changed, you know what I'm saying, regulations were put into place to protect the golden boy who then it came out that he can't stop fucking with underage people. And then anybody who made a video about him, they shit was getting taken down. So, yeah, I don't feel bad for none of these people. You know what I'm saying? I just, I think he's gaslighting and trying to, you know, minimize his role in this. But you were definitely involved, Jeffrey. You definitely played a hand in ruining the beauty community. Um, your makeup is no longer selling like it used to. And which is sad because I think he had a good product. You know what I'm saying? When he would drop his launches, I mean, he would, he would sell out like literally like within a day. You know, he was beating Revlon and, and these, you know, corporate brands, but again, ego, greed, arrogance, it all got in the way. You had a good thing going. Now you're stuck selling yak meat. <laughs> that says a lot. You know what I'm saying? Good luck with the yak meat, child. I ain't never even heard of a yak. Like yakety yak shit. Don't come back. You know what I mean? So good luck with that. But yeah, I just, I just, I found that really rich. How all of a sudden it was only because of Tati and James as if Shane, Jeffrey, and all these other people didn't have a hand in this. You know, it's a shame, child. Let me see here. So let me, okay, I've been on for an hour and six minutes. Shout out to all, we've got over 9,000 people in here. Make sure y'all hit the like button, please. So this is the last uh, topic I want to hit on um, before I go. I got to talk about Sweetie Pie, Mrs. Robbie. So if you guys do not know, she did an interview the other day. And y'all know. If y'all been watching my channel for any length of time, y'all know I'm a big fan of the show Sweetie Pies. I've been watching it from day one. I've been to their restaurant in Inglewood. You know what I'm saying? I got a chance to meet Bruce, Tim. All of them were there. Um, so I've been invested in this show for a long time. So Miss Robbie is finally deciding to speak. And they end up asking her about Tim. And her response to me was just, it just made me shake my head. Let me go ahead and find the video. Give me just a second. I got so many videos on my page. Pull it up. Her response was a shame. It really was. Mm -hmm. Give me a 
refresh my page. After a while, everything starts to look alike. Like all the videos, all the content. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. Let me share my screen real quick, y'all. I've had tough times, and I'm still having them. But God is good. And you know what I say? He won't put no more on you than you can bear. I'm having, I'm going through it. My son is in trouble right now, but I'm his mother. And I don't know no more about it than you because I hear about it when you do. But I'm there for him to support. That's what mothers do. We're doing to death through us for him. Same as a marriage. So if something happens to your kid, you got to be there for him because you're their inspiration. And not that uh, what he's involved in was good or bad. I don't know. But that's my son. And I can't abandon him now. So I'm there for him. All right. Bye, Miss Robbie. Let me come back on the screen. First of all, and this is no disrespect because y'all know I like Miss Robbie. I love the show. I was a big fan of the show. Um, as women, black women, we have to stop coddling our sons. Um, ma'am, how do I know more about the case than you do? I done broke down the case. I done read through the affidavit. Oh, I'm only finding out information when y'all find out. No, you you know what's going on. This man is standing accused of killing your grandson. The son of the son that you lost 20 years ago. Because remember, Andre's daddy is Miss Robbie's other son that was murdered on Natural Bridge. Okay? The coddling needs to stop. I think if you're not going to say something that makes sense, she shouldn't have said anything. That big hip asshole... Okay, Tim has been coddled from day one. If y'all watch the show, she's had to fire him. He done opened up restaurants behind her back, done took her money. She's had to sue him. And that's the problem is she has coddled this big hit bastard from the time he was a child. Tim has been a menace. Let's not forget he did 10 years in prison. Because instead of holding him accountable... She kept coddling him to the point where he ended up going to prison for 10 years. Then when he got out, she gave him a shot, allowed him to work in the restaurant. Again, they kept coddling him, making excuses for him. Like I said, she's had to sue him before. Who remembers when Miss Robbie's house got robbed? Put a teacup if y'all watched the show. Y'all remember, her home was ransacked. Ransacked. You cannot tell me that big hit punk was not the one who robbed her home. If you watch the video, she even says, whoever did this knew me. They knew my schedule. It's like they were looking for paperwork. As quiet as it's kept, from what I've heard in the streets, he was trying to put a damn um, insurance policy on her, on her old ass. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. That's the T in the St. Louis streets. That he was trying to put a policy on her ass. So for her to be up here, well, I don't know, and that's my son until death do us part. That's not your husband. That's the problem. Y'all be treating y'all sons like they're your husbands, like they're your baby daddies. That is your son. You're his mother. It is your job to parent your child. It's not their job to make you feel good and make you feel whole. And I get it. She probably has some guilt. 
because she had to leave Tim while she was on the road, you know, chasing her career, trying to be an iCat. So I get it. There might be some guilt there. But this man is accused of killing your grandson. Remember the same grandson who came into the restaurant crying with Charles, tears coming down their eyes because Tim wouldn't stop putting hands on them and you had to fire Tim for putting hands on him? You know, I get it. It's her son. It's her grandson. She's in a hard place. But that's why you don't say anything. Standing behind him and, and saying that you publicly stand with him and, you know, to death do his part. And, you know, that's just what it is to be a mother. No, 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 ma'am. That's not what it is to be a mother. What it is is that you hold your kids accountable when they're wrong. The thing that's very disturbing to me while she's defending him let me show y'all two pictures. This is the most disturbing part of this situation to me. I'm going to show you a picture of the guy who killed, who was set up to shoot Andre. His name is uh, Travel Hill. Look at this picture. This is the shooter. He's so embarrassed, ashamed by his actions, he can't even make eye contact with the camera. He's looking down. He's so just like, damn, what did I do? You can even see, even though you can't see his eyes, you can tell there might, there might be some remorse there. Now look at the psychopath son. If this wasn't a mugshot, if this picture wasn't as ashy, you would think he just, you know, graduated college and got his master's. Look at him grinning from ear to ear. Perfect eye contact with the camera. This is the face of a psychopath, a big hit psychopath. I don't care what nobody says. Look at these people. Look at him and look at him. He set all this up and he's smiling like he has not a care in the world. Meanwhile, the killer can't even look in the camera. He's so ashamed. Miss mm. Robbie, we're going to, you know, I try to give her a pass because she's older, but I'm sorry. I got to keep it real. Old or not, fuck that shit. You're wrong. You're wrong for constantly defending him and coddling him. Tim is a grown man. He done set up a whole, you know, plot for hire. Not only did he kill Andre, just think about all the lives he's ruined. He done promised this killer, you know, whatever, money. Killer about to be looking at 20 years. The girl who done called Andre to come down there, the stripper girl, done ruined her life. She got kids. The insurance man, the one who produced Nelly's, uh, it's hot in here video, whatever the hell he produced for the St. Lunatics and Nelly. He about to be locked up. This man was supposed to be an elder. All of these people are younger than Tim. So let's start there. They were all younger than Tim. Most likely looked up to him. This man was supposed to be an elder. And look how he guided the youth. Look how he guided these people and used them like pawns. And now you got Miss Robbie ass talking about... That's my son, and, you know, and I'm going to stick with him. I couldn't do nothing but shake my head. I couldn't do nothing but shake my head when I seen that interview. Like, really? This is the same man who took you to Natural Bridge. Remember, on the show, they went to Natural Bridge. Natural Bridge is a street where she done lost damn near every male in her family. Tim's daddy was killed on Natural Bridge. Somebody shot him in the back of the head. Her other son was killed on Natural Bridge. They got a cousin named Aaron. 
one of the auntie's kids who was Tim's best friend and cousin. He was killed on Natural Bridge. And then Andre, the grandson, was killed on Natural Bridge. Tim brought his mama out there with the Oprah Winfrey camera crew. They're walking up a non-natural bridge. Sweetie Pie is crying. Tim breaks down in the confession about how his cousin was killed back in the day and he was in prison. But the whole time, this psychopath knows that he has something to do with the death of his nephew. Even during the reunion special, everybody's crying. Everybody's saying good things about Andre. Tim, his eyes is looking every which way. Now, one tear was dropped. You can't, we, we can't keep coddling young boys. We can't keep coddling foolishness. We can't keep excusing nonsense in the black community. Wrong is wrong, right is right. And the sooner we call it for what it is and we hold people accountable, the better off we'll be. There's no way to even excuse what this man has done. That was his nephew. That was somebody who looked up to him. That was who he's supposed to protect, being that his own brother was not there to protect his son. So while she's up here, you know, trying to coddle him and we don't know what all happened. I know that your house was robbed and it looked like Tim did it. I know the streets are saying that he probably had a damn, you know what I'm saying, life insurance policy on your ass and nobody would have been none the wiser because you're old. He would have just thought, you know, she died of natural causes. He could have been putting shit in her drink, could have been putting something in her sweet tea. Tim is crazy as cat shit. Just just disappointed in that. I, I was just so disappointed in that. You know, yes, our kids will always be our kids. Trust me. But that don't mean we have to co-sign, excuse, or ignore what our kids are doing. I don't expect her to, just, to disown him because that's still her son. But the fact that she's still trying to make excuses and I'm going to stand by him and you know, that's my child, and it's like, dude, what about your grandson? What about that, you know, the, this 21-year-old young man who had his whole life ahead of him? He was literally the last of their lineage. The only one left now is Tim's son and Charles. That's it. All the boys in that family are literally dead. I don't know. I, I just felt like I'm more hurt by this situation just being a fan of the show because the reason why I really like that show, because so many times we talk about ratchet television. Oh, Love and Hip Hop is ratchet. Oh, Real Housewives is ratchet. The reason why I love Sweetie Pies is because this was like a hardworking family. You know, you saw the family dynamic. You know, they were just cooking and, and trying to make a way and building generational wealth. It was a really positive black show. So for this ratchetness to be going on behind the scenes is insane. I could see this happening on Love and Hip Hop before Sweetie Pies. You know, but again, we, we can't we can't excuse foolishness. We can't coddle this type of behavior. Tim has been coddled from day one. And I think part of that, like I said, is because she feels guilty that she was on the road. But at the end of the day, you're not on the road now. He's a grown man. And he chose to do this, you know, this whole plot to kill this grandson. It just, it makes no sense. Um... He says, I wonder if Own knew that's why the show was canceled. I think the show was going to get canceled anyways. It had ran its course. And by the time, I know the last season, it was like Jenea and the other cousin. I forget her name. Her daughter had graduated high school. You know, they were into it. It just, like, everybody was just kind of doing their own thing. 
So I think the show had really ran its course, and that's why I own um, I canceled it. So I'm going to go ahead and read these last few super chats. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. Um, let's see. Blood Blood Arena says, "Laugh my ass off." Not them yaks sitting there chilling, serving face. Poor baby. <laughs> them yaks were sitting. They they don't know what's about to happen. And all them yaks are going to slaughter. Jeffrey Star said he about to get his money, honey. Y'all ain't gonna buy his makeup. Y'all gonna buy his yak meat. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. He said he gonna start a whole new business hustle. I ain't mad. Um, let's see here. Uh, Tom Ten Media says, did you hear about Ella Care baby formula at Abbott stop production because of flooding? No. So another production plan. This time it's baby formula. I didn't even hear about that yet. Thank you for the super chat. Before I go, I'm going to play one more video. I'm, I'm glad you bought that. I'm going to play one more video for y'all before I go. And it's near the end, so that's good, so they can't take down my stream. Um, Everett Starks at 999 says, You rock, T. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Love you. Appreciate you. Um, Monique Michelle says, This is my first time catching you live. Love you, T. Love you, too. Thank you. Thanks for coming through. Um, Miriam Ali says, Why is she defending him? I get that's her son, but wrong is still wrong. She needs to wake up and smell the roses. Exactly. Thank you. She does. She does. Um, Yasmin Slay says, hey, T, well done on your recent show. I wish I was there. I know you said you don't know if you'll do another one anytime soon, but please consider doing one in the UK. Love you from Norwich, England. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, Sugar Mafia says, family is just a title. I agree. Thank you. Uh, Chris Wash says, not big hip psychopath. Love you, auntie. Yes, that is a big hip psychopath. I don't care what nobody says. There was something mentally wrong with him. And the fact that he's smiling in his mugshot, that is just creepy. That is just really creepy. Um, let's see here. Jay Jersey says, Miss Robbie might be about to lose her business over her interview. Uh, Sab says, I wouldn't be surprised if he set up his brother. I wouldn't be either. Um, let's see here. Janari says, you call a spade a spade, T. Love you, love you too. Thank you so much. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he probably had something to do with his brother. Because his jealousy towards Andre and the way he, he treated Andre was just very weird. It was very weird. Like, he didn't treat him like he, like, really loved and cared for him. It was always, like, talking to him real aggressive and tough and... I don't know. I, I just didn't feel like a real connection between him and Andre. Hence why he didn't have no problem setting him up to be killed. So let me play y'all this last video before I go because I think it's really important. Um, it's not about the production plants we've been talking about that have been blowing up around the country. But it is about food production. So if you guys have not seen this video, I posted this the other day on Instagram. I want to share this with y'all real quick. Understand people being concerned about gas prices, but what you really need to be concerned about is what your food pricing is about to jump to. Okay? Calves and babies are just now being born. Keep that in mind. So the cost to raise them hasn't hit yet. This bale of hay last year was four bucks. Bag of grain last year was six bucks. This trunk full in here last year would have cost me $14. Today, $20 for a bale of hay, $18. For a bag of grain, I got two bales in here. It's fifty-eight dollars worth of food. Last just my chick, just my goats and my horses. Two days. That's it. 
wait until the, the prices catch up with your slaughter market when we start rendering animals in the fall. Prepare for $17 a pound chicken, $25 a pound bacon, $30, $40 a pound beef. It is coming. It's not a joke. Please be cautious. Please prepare. All right. So y'all just heard our good sis, Farmer uh, Fran. I don't know her name. I just gave her that name. Farmer Fran. She's telling the truth. We've been saying this for the past two years. The price of everything is going up. Prepare, stock up, do what you have to do. Um, you know, freezing your meats, all that stuff. So it's getting real. And the price of everything is going up more and more. The gas prices, um, you know, food prices. Um, so just be very, very mindful of that. So for people who haven't seen that video, I wanted to share that with y'all before I leave. So on that note, you guys, I've been on for an hour and 24 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to log off. But thank you guys so much for coming to this stream and talking to me and chopping it up. I appreciate it. Sorry I was under the weather, but hopefully I'll be feeling a lot better next week. So thank you guys. I will talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye, everybody.